Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews, an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 16 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs of all one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show. We'll be meeting with Michael Craner, the founder of My Backyard Sports. And founded in 2017, My Backyard Sports has been committed to providing its clients with high-end products and services that create unmatched sports experiences at home or in the community. We're going to talk to Michael about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept? or grow your franchise business. Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 16 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs who own one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Michael Craner, and Michael is the founder of My Backyard Sports. And founded in 2017, My Backyard Sports has been committed to providing their clients with high-end products and services that create unmatched sports experiences at home or in the community. Hi, Michael. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hey, Marty. I'm great. Thank you for having me today. 
Oh, you're most welcome, Michael. I was really excited to have you on the show, Michael. This, we've done over 800 of these interviews, and I don't think we've had your type of concept on the show in 16 years, so I was really happy. And your story, when I was researching you too, Michael, it kind of reminded me a little bit of my life. I, um, I, I was born in Brooklyn. My sister was born in Brooklyn, and my parents, they wanted to get out of the city. And one of the reasons they wanted to get out of the city is because they wanted us to have a backyard that, that we could play in. And I think your story is a little bit similar, isn't it? Maybe you could talk a little bit about you know, how this whole thing came about. Absolutely. Um, shout out to Brooklyn. It's a great place. But um, <laughs> yeah. there's definitely limited space growing up in Brooklyn, New York. Right. So my whole life, um, I would play sports in the streets, sewer to sewer mm-hmm. and in the backyard. And I always knew that when I was in the backyard, I was pretending that I was playing in Madison Square Garden or for the Lakers <laughs> right. or for the Celtics. But yes. there just wasn't enough room. And right. when I would visit my cousins in the suburbs, they had all this space. So for yeah. me, when I would see um, the space, I always pictured a flat driveway and a flat backyard to be a, a sports stadium, a place to be. And when I became an adult and had a family, I wanted to share sports with my family and my right. children. And I couldn't find a company to really help me do this. So um, yeah. I ch- channeled my inner 10-year-old self and said, what would I love to have? Mm-hmm. And um, we designed, build, install specialty sports experiences in homes, backyards, and driveways. So if you wanted a mini Yankee stadium or a basketball hoop with your name on it or a court, we come in and design it. Our goal is to deliver happiness and create memories. It's what a, what a great service and product, Mike. I, I think about how popular somebody must be, a, a child, you know, is all the kids probably want to come to their home, don't they, and, and, and hang out, don't they? <laughs> it's, it's a destination um, for yeah. the families to bond, for them to, um, for the kids to get off the screens, a place for kids to gain confidence, and um, definitely a, a socialization and meeting place. It's amazing. What I like about your model too, Michael, is you know I'm always a big fan when when you have the multiple revenue streams, and it seems to me that you know your customers are of course you know your, your consumers, regular consumers, but you also have businesses as consumers, don't you? Maybe you can talk a little bit about that. Our business um, kind of straddles on two areas of franchising: home mm-hmm. services and mm-hmm. children enrichment. So yeah. while we say we're my backyard sports, which um really refers to residential businesses. My backyard really is the community that you grow up in. So we work with um, schools, churches, um, training facilities, um, municipalities, and a lot of homes. Mm-hmm. Um, if we can come in, create a uh, location, make it special, nice, social media ready, safe, bright, um, it's a place where people want to go and spend time. Right. Right. What's one of the, the most interesting, I, I guess, clients that you, you've had? Like, I, I've, I read somewhere, and I, I can't remember where I saw it. I thought that someone was saying that, right, they wanted to do like a, a wiffle ball stadium or something like that. And I, I, I loved wiffle ball growing up. So when I, when I saw this whole concept, I said, oh, my God, this is, this is fantastic. Maybe you can talk a little bit about that. We've had many requests from, from all over the country. We've had celebrities. Yeah. Um, famous athletes reach yeah. out to us with uh, a goal of what they would like in their driveway. We had one person right. from California reach out, said they wanted a yellow and um, a gold and purple backyard um, wow. from a Laker. I'm, I'm not going to say who. I gotcha. <laughs> we didn't work, work with them based on, you know, we're not in California, but right. it's just amazing what, what we're able to deliver. Um, definitely calls for, um, you know, Wiffle ball stadium. We had one mm-hmm. house that was on the water in the Bronx, wow. and if you hit it over, they wanted a foul pole so that they can hit, you know, like a, a full stadium. Wow. Um, we are creating and really creating a place in the backyard 
where the memories are made and for families um, to bond. We have a lot of former mm-hmm. college basketball players who want a mini replica of what they played in, in co- college or a family logo. Um, right. And then we have a lot of sports which are just, um, you know, courts are designed, you know, based on family numbers. My grandfather wore this number. My father wore this number. And I mm-hmm. wear this number. And we customize mm-hmm. the court around that number. It's, um, a lot of thought really goes into it. We don't really become a vendor to our customer. Sure. We really become a, a partner in creating a special experience. And I'm thinking too, Michael, it's probably not like that one-time instance where you see the customer. I'm sure that, is there like any like maintenance involved from time to time, you know, as far as like updating um, uh, the product for for your customers as well? Our model is um, a lot of what we do is we build it. And then once you build it, who better to support it? So there's definitely a recurring component of coming in and checking things from a safety Mm -hmm. perspective. If you build turf, the turf needs to be maintained. If you build a tennis court, you have to worry about cracks and cleaning. You have to winterize products, bring them back out in the spring, um, set things up for hockey season, and remove them back in spring. So every court is really a little bit different, but we have this specialty skill set of managing um, sports setups that really doesn't exist. The local handyman, asphalt, landscaper, gardener, they mm-hmm. don't do what we do. Um, we don't do what they do, but they don't do what we do. So right. We're focused on all sports all the time. And we're also big on leveraging technology, which each year um, adds into our recurring revenue. Right. That's fantastic. How, um, how does technology play, play a role in, in, in your business, Michael? So there's two elements. One is just mm-hmm. simple sports technology. Every year there's better paint, there's sport tiles, options, there's courts that you could build that are permeable, where traditionally a court is built on concrete or asphalt. Well, that's not the case today. We're able to build courts that are permeable that many towns will approve, and we're able to build where traditionally they do not have the lot surface coverage. And then secondly, we look at technology as a way to manage the customer experience. We feel that we're disrupting the um, construction space in our niche by bringing Mm -hmm. technology workflow um, stating what we're going to do, putting it in writing, doing it, and leveraging technology from the first portal, from the first phone call, um, right. throughout, and sharing information. And that's looking to build trust and accountability with our customers. And everything they need is online. It's in a portal. And it's basically a very streamlined process. We want to give them that white glove experience right. on the construction side so that we're right. accountable and trustworthy. But a lot of contractors traditionally don't have that reputation, unfortunately. Right. I'm trying to think too, Michael. I mean, it seems to me like you, you, you cross over, my backyard sports crosses over into several industries. And I, I, I couldn't get a feel as I said, okay, is, is it like in the home repair and improvement industry? Is it entertainment? Is it sports? It, it, it seems like it, it, it's, 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 you're part of multiple industries, aren't you? We're, we're all of those things. Um, right. Build something in your home, it enhances the property value. You bring something to your home, it creates entertainment, it's child right. enrichment. Um, right. We're fortunate because that helps us in challenging, yes. potentially in challenging economies where we right. fit into right. you know di- different realms. If something needs to be supported, support it. If you're staging a home, let us update it. If you're buying sure. a home, let us update it. If you want to um, invest in your children, because your children grow really quickly. I have yep. a 12 yep. and 15 year old, and they okay. already feel like that they feel much older than what their age indicates. Right, they grow so right. quickly with technology. Uh, yes. So each day that you have to spend with them, you really want to optimize it, and that's where we come in. Mostly, what we're doing is creating a, a platform for families to communicate and bond and 
spend time together undistracted by screens and phones. Right. That's great. And you started, so you started in 2017, Michael. So I'm curious, like, if you've noticed, like, any um, trends over the last um, five years. I, w- I was talking to my sister yesterday, and she was telling me now she, she, she's getting into this whole pickleball thing, you know? So, I mean, ha- have you noticed, like, any trends over the last five years? Things have, have changed a bit? Yeah, there's definitely a number of fr- uh, trends that are creating an amalgamation of bringing more people to home sport. Pickleball, right. you hit the nail on the head. Amazing yep. game. What's amazing yeah. about it, it's for all ages, for yep. younger kids who are less coordinated to um, older adults who are, who are less mobile. Anybody right. can play pickleball. It's a right. game where people, it's like um, grown-up ping pong. It's a lot of fun. Yep. You don't need a lot of space for it. So you could take one tennis court and convert that into four pickleball courts. So instead of two to four people playing, now you have four to eight people playing all at the same time. I'm sorry, four to right. 16 people playing all at the same time. And that's amazing. Another trend that yeah. um, really added to our business is work from home. Started mm. really gained stream pre-COVID, but during COVID, right. you realize with virtual private networks, um, remote mm-hmm. technology, people were working from home. Home is where the heart is. And more people said, if I'm going to be home more, let me spend time here and let me build out my home and turn my backyard into right. a player. So it really became less necessary to go to the country club or the playground. Right. And it was safer during COVID, so you could really put something in your backyard. Prior to 2017, I don't think most people knew that you can have this in your backyard. And we have packages and options basically unique to each property, to each customer, and each budget. Right, right. What's been? You know, I, was, I was thinking of the whole wiffle ball thing, and and and. But what's been like one of the most interesting things that's happened to you, Michael? I, I'm sure every client experience is, is is a little bit different. But does anything stand out? You know, over the years when you started the company in 2017 to where you are today, where you kind of say, "Wow." Um, one, mm-hmm. everyone has a vision for their property and what they want to do with it. Right. Um, right. Two is how recognizable we've become, that people know us. Every court we build is a showroom. Um, people see yeah. the showroom. Um, so they know us before they, they call us, um, which is amazing. And then the, the last thing is that within the franchising industry, a lot of people are aware of what we're doing following our brand and um, mm-hmm. basically see that we're creating a category of children enrichment home services and um, something that's never really existed before. And right. um, the last component of that that's most gratifying is the franchisees that we, we meet are generally interested in not having just a, a job in franchising, but something that will deliver happiness, impact the community on the local level, something right. like a platform to create change and that people are really passionate about our, our social mission of sharing sports. Because yeah. for a lot of people, sports is really the happiest times of their lives growing mm-hmm. up. And for right. parents that played sports, they can't wait to share it with their children. And maybe for the parents who didn't play sports, they want to give their kids an element that maybe they didn't have growing up. So right. it's um, re- really rewarding. And the final component is that when we're done, they're not really customers. They kind of become friends because we mm-hmm. build something that has so much meaning to them. Right. So with traditional vendors, they may not remember the name. Right. Um, right. They, you know, we have a relationship there, and they'll call us and say, you know, you recommended this hoop or we built this court, and they tell me how much it meant to their family, the children's development, the socialization, um, yeah. and mostly the child's confidence. And you can't help but feel great about that. And you sure. can't put a price on that. For the no. franchisor, for the franchisee, or the customer. 
Right. I, I totally agree. I, um, I have a younger sister. I, I'm in Easton, Pennsylvania, Michael, and I have a sister. She, she lives about 20 miles west of where I am. And she lives in this community where it's kind of like a, a keeping up with the Joneses. I was kind of thinking that, you know, you, you probably, I suspect you, you also get a lot of referrals too. In other words, if, if one person has this service, My Backyard Sports, I imagine that other people want it as well, don't they? A hundred percent. And really, yeah. When you talk about keeping up with the Joneses, well, we want our business to appeal to to everybody, and um, you know, based shouldn't be just based on um, you know family income. It's um, we're creating something that's unique and simple. You can go buy a, a nice car at the dealership, um, you know, join a nice club, but when you have your own court with your own logo and your own design yeah, um, with right. the sports that you play, it's a completely different level statement than, you know, just driving, a, you know, the latest, you know, German sports car. Right. No, absolutely. I, I mentioned to you earlier in the show, Michael, so, I, so I've been doing this a long time. I've done a lot of interviews. I've never interviewed a type of franchise like My Backyard Sports. I mean, as far as I know, I, I, I don't think or uh, there, there's, you have a lot of competitors that are also franchising uh, this type of services. Well, I imagine there's more like a little mom and pop type of operations maybe, but, but as far as I know, I, I don't think there's any other competitors franchising your business. Are there? Um, you know, fortunately there's not, there's definitely barriers to entry. Sure. Um, we wanted to, um, you know, create something that was unique, that was different, that was like right. competitive, um, yeah. that had a social mission and we didn't want to be in an overly competitive space. Um, we right. wanted to be somewhat Amazon proof and, what we do is um, completely unique. It's unique to mm -hmm. the property, and you really have to work hard and apply so many different skills, you know, to build this type of um, franchise because it's a little bit right. different. But with right. that, the reward is hopefully greater. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. What types of what types of characteristics, Michael, or traits are important to you before you take on uh, a, a new franchisee? What do you look for? Who are you know, positive and, and plugged into their community. Mm -hmm. um, people who who know their why. Why do you why do you want to do this? What's right. your why? Right. Um, you have a passion for sports. You have a passion for family. Do you have right. a passion for children and community? Um, and then we look for people who are operators. Um, can are they comfortable marketing, selling, managing a project, hiring? Um, are they able to roll up their sleeves and, and learn something new? We can teach right. you um, everything you need to know, but mm -hmm. it has to be. Um, you know, the right avatar of, um, you know, hands-on ownership. Usually right. it's, um, we've seen husband and wife teams come in that want to mm -hmm. work together, mm -hmm. um, who want, are tired of corporate America and um, also tired of having a job or going to a networking group. When you walk into a room, there's 20 people who do the same thing. So right. Um, right. we have a franchisee who um, was a mortgage banker and he would walk into a room and everybody was a me too. Um, right. Now he walks right. into a room. He's completely unique. Um, yeah. On the local level, we, we have competitors, but they're not specialists um, right. the way that we are. And we really focus on really creating each experience unique. So it's not just delivering a court or a product. It's a service, a product, and an experience. Mm -hmm. um, how can you um, – it's really about how you make people feel, and that's really right. important in every step of our process. Yeah. You were talking a little bit about training, Michael, and I know – that you know, training for a lot of franchisers has, has changed a lot since since COVID. But what what is training like for 
your, your, your new franchisees? I mean, do, I didn't even ask you where your corporate headquarters is. Do, I mean, do they come to corporate? How does that work? So um, we're not too far from um, Brooklyn these days, and I'm okay. not too far from East, Eastern Pennsylvania either. We're in okay. northern Jersey, about 15 okay. minutes north of Manhattan. Oh, wow. And um, so tr- training is multifaceted, and um, yeah. training is a, it's an evolution. We're always looking to learn. There's always new technology. Mm-hmm. We're looking to learn right. from each other. But generally, we start off with uh, two days of online training. Yeah. Um, where we go through the background, the method- methodology, the tools, how we do what we do, um, mm-hmm. and the approach we take. Then we have five days of on-site training um, in New Jersey where we go through and see the different um, sports that we build. How do we build foundations? Right. How do we paint? Right. How do we manage our warehouse, supply, um, you know, teamwork? Um, and we yeah. provide over 30 different sports with um, – on three different types of surfaces, generally of concrete, asphalt, and hard pack gravel, which is um, mm-hmm. a pervious solution. Okay. Um, and then after they train in New Jersey, we go on site for a few days to their location. Um, right. And then train their staff. We also have um, biweekly um, franchisee phone calls where we all get on the phone and we train ideas, and we're constantly updating our, our training portal with mm-hmm. um, new opportunities, new ideas. And because we're so unique, there's a lot of our manufacturers right. who would like to be on online card because sure. it gives them distribution on the local level. So right. we're always constantly looking to share information, and we learn from our customers. Um, they may have ideas that we hadn't considered before. Um, mm-hmm. We also learn from our franchisees, and um, every day we're looking to be better and share that information. Right. What's... um. I imagine there's no such thing as a typical day, Michael, because, again, all your clients are, are, are a little bit different. But how would you describe, uh, if we could, a, a typical day for, for, your fran- for your franchisees? Well, I, I think, you know, we, we don't call it a typical day. We call it a, yeah. a great day because we hope right. every day is a, right. a great day here. Sure. Uh, generally, fortunately, we wake up to leads in the morning coming from our different um, lead um, sources, which could be mm-hmm. um, manufacturer referrals, our social media, online marketing, traditional marketing. We want to respond to everything super quick. We um, look at our workflow software, which Mm -hmm. shows where our schedule is, where we're going, what projects are we working on. Definitely follow the weather um, and see what's going on at each place. Um, Send the teams out, monitor what's being done, being available for our teams internally, Um, focusing on new customers working in, managing our our supply, and um, really checking with the customers that, you know, it's not just a basketball hoop. It's mm-hmm. not just a tennis court, but it's their tennis court. So you bring them into it because it may be the most fun purchase um, they ever have. So right. we really want to focus on, you know, customer responsiveness for leads that become customers, existing customers, um, training, um, and also making sure that our team is safe and comfortable. Uh, we even pack drinks for our teams to go out every day because, mm-hmm. you know, the conditions are hot. You get tired. Sure. You get thirsty. Right. So um, that, that's generally a, a sample of what each day is like. Customer management, workflow, right. um, leveraging the technology, a sales component. And then there's um, bookkeeping, marketing, accounting sure. um, that we focus right. on. And, of right. course, um, being safe, risk management, and um, mm-hmm. being clean and organized when we're done each day. So every property we touch, not only do we leave a, a nice sports experience behind, we leave it in great, clean condition um, after we're gone. That's terrific. In in studying your background, Michael, I got the sense that you know you you you're, you're an entrepreneur, and you know so when I have someone 
on the show like yourself, I, I may have to ask you, so what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? Because you know, you know, being in franchising now, you know, there's, there's a lot out there. So when someone says, I want to buy a franchise, in the beginning, they're kind of confused. They're like, okay, I got all these different industries. What do I do? Which direction do I go? I mean, from, from everything you've learned up to this point, what, what advice would you give to our listeners then quest to buy a franchise? I would say one, research, get to know the mm-hmm. market and yeah. see where the market aligns with your passions, interests, right. and abilities. Um, yeah. There's a franchise for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. Franchising to me is you know, safe entrepreneurship. Sure. Um, there's a huge community of support um, yeah. within the franchise franchiser community um, right. and within the overall um, IFA, International Franchise Association, where mm-hmm. there's so many tools to learn, but these tools aren't just about running your franchise. It's about um, you know, becoming you know, better at your craft of running your business. Um, right. Find your passion. Find um, the community that you want to serve and um, see how it fits in on the local market. You mm-hmm. want to make sure that there's a, an opportunity for you to be successful and um, look in how long does it take to, to ramp to, to get to profitability um, when you join um, a franchise. What, what's right. amazing right. about what we do is there's no real estate. We leverage technology. We work mm-hmm. remotely and right. really could be upfront and operating pretty quickly where traditionally a lot of brick and mortars or restaurants, which was right. synonymous for franchising, there's a right. lead time and there's a big investment before yeah. you see a dollar of income. Sure. Yeah, I, th- I think that's great advice, Michael. So as the founder of the company, I could ask you, Michael, I mean, where do you see my backyard sports? If you're looking to a crystal ball, and that crystal ball could be one year, three years, five years down the road, where do you see the company? Well, we're a merging franchise today with um, four yeah. locations. Um, our goal right. is to continue to um, grow to more locations, offer more mm-hmm. services, um, really expand our footprint. Um, not just with homes, but with schools, um, training facilities, the same way that you may look to buy a hoop on the local retail level, right. you would come to us for, for all services. So if that's mm-hmm. building a, a putting green or sports, sports turf in your backyard or painting lines in your driveway, or if you want a higher quality experience, we're the only turnkey solution out there. So mm-hmm. because we're unique, and as the 16 years of your show, this is the first time you've met you know, someone right. doing what we're doing, Right. Um, as the market finds out about us, they say, you know, this is amazing, you're turnkey. And yeah. then people who have older children who are late high school or college, they say, I wish I met you 15 years ago. This would have sure, been amazing. Right. Right. Or when I was growing up, this would have even been yep. more amazing. Right, so, um, exactly. It's really nice. It really resonates with a lot of people, sports it connects does. people. Sure, um, it does. Children of, you know, having children of a certain age, you know, connect people you know, by generation. So we're in a really fortunate spot. Yeah, I think so. I think so too, Michael. This is why I was so excited to, to have you on the show today. What's the best way, Michael, for our listeners to get more information on My Backyard Sports? Of course, as the franchise opportunity, but even, even the service itself, Michael, is there any like websites you can kind of um, direct our listeners to? Um, absolutely. Um, always visit MyBackyardSports.com. Okay. And on the franchise, franchise or franchisee side, mybackyardsportsfranchise.com. A lot of information, a lot of images of what we do, the services we offer, and um, the financial information of how to get started. 
That's terrific. Well, I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed talking to you today, Michael. And I'd already like to invite you back over the next year or two as you continue to grow, because I, I think this is this is a wonderful service. You know, it's definitely my pleasure. I love sharing our story, and our story becomes each family story when we're That's done. Right. So, um, thank you for having us today, Marty. This has been my pleasure, Michael. We'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up in our next segment, we'll be playing a clip from our great quotes and franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Are you one of those special people who are willing to go after your dreams and goals? Are you ready to fulfill that dream of owning your own business with the security of a proven brand? The opportunity to take control of your future and own a Rita's Italian Ice franchise is within your reach. Rita's is seeking success-oriented individuals who are ready to make a change in their life, and Rita's offers unparalleled training and support to assure your success. And did you know the frozen treat industry is a recession-proof industry and there are Rita's in 23 states currently with 540 stores open. Rita's Italian Ice has been around for 25 years and is listed as a top-performing franchise by the Wall Street Journal. Now here's the really good part. Rita's Italian Ice is a unique and amazing taste treat. It's smoother than a snow cone and it combines ice with real fresh fruit. The real fruit adds dramatically to the taste and it comes in over 40 flavors. The ice and fruit are mixed on site and made fresh daily and it is delicious. You'll want to know more about this exciting and successful franchise opportunity. Go to www.ownaritas.com and get all your questions answered. That's www.ownaritas.com to take control of your dreams and future today. You don't want to wait any longer to be a part of this adventure. www.ownaritas.com Today's great quote in franchising is being brought to you by... Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com 
or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott, the President of Franchise Interviews and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, where each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting franchise interviews many years now and during that time we've had some incredible quotes on our show. One of the questions we frequently ask on our show is, what advice would you give to a listener in buying a franchise? And today's Great Quote in Franchising comes from the founder of Creative. Jaya Ayer, and Creative is the experiential art destination that looks to entertain, educate, and inspire. And Jaya gave some really great advice. She kind of starts off, she talks about a lot of different things, but one of the concepts is knowing your why. I think for someone who says, okay, I want to buy a franchise, but you know, there's so much out there. From, from everything you've learned up to this point, what advice would you give to our listeners then in their quest to buy a franchise? I think as a business, as someone who wants to start a business, the first thing that you have to identify is your why. Why are you wanting Mm, to do this? And that's kind of what would drive the direction or the businesses that you want to look into. Uh, what is yes. your passion? What are your goals as far as starting being a business owner? Of course, we, we want to mm-hmm. make money and we want to fulfill uh, our responsibilities and financial commitments. That's one part of it. But to do it on a day-to-day basis, there has to be something more than that, that you have yes. to be connected to that idea, to that concept, and love to be in that environment. So those right. are some of the things that the person has to do as their homework. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, next part, as you said, there are so many different options out there. Uh, and a lot of times people think that an established brand might provide them more support than an upcoming or an emerging mm-hmm. franchise brand. Mm-hmm. But what I say is that's not what someone should look at. They should really look at is this brand positioned for growth because you're yes. not buying into it today. You're buying into it for the long term. So wow. if the market's oversaturated, if you have too many of similar concepts that are competing with you, if there's no uniqueness to the business, then you're really not positioning yourself for growth. Um, Those are some of the aspects that everybody should kind of seriously consider. Uh, It doesn't matter how many locations they have. Do they have the support system? What's unique about them? What are some of the business ideas? Would they kind of take feedback? So it's all of that Mm -hmm. that you need to kind of understand um, and evaluate when you determine what's the right fit for you. So as the founder of the company, I mean, I guess I can ask you, I mean, you know, where do you see Creative? If you could look into a crystal ball, Jaya, whether it was one year or three years or five years down the road, where do you see the organization? So I... Franchise interviews from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.